Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. What's up, guys? It is Jake here. Um, it is December 30th, 2021. Um, you're going to be hearing this on the last day of the year. Uh, this is episode number 41. And uh, that's crazy to think that we've done 41 episodes in, I think, three months. Um, so we've done quite a few. Um, and I have a very special guest today. Um, and actually, another another realtor. Um, her name is Morgan Torres, and uh, she's going to be our, our very last guest of the year. Um, so we will go out with a bang, and uh, I'd like to welcome Morgan Torres. How are you? Doing good, Jake. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So I kind of wanted to just um, tell your story a little bit, um, see where you're coming from, see where you're going, and, and what you're doing. So um, I'll let you introduce yourself. Sure. So uh, like Jake said, my name is Morgan Torres. I am a real estate agent here in Bryan College Station. Um, I'm actually from the area, lived here my whole life. Um, I graduated from Texas A&M in 2019 with a degree in business. Um, and from there, I kind of hopped around to a few different jobs. Um, I worked in uh, IT and different places. Um, there was a software company I worked at, I worked at AM, and eventually I kind of, you know, started getting really interested in real estate investing. And that's kind of how I ended up becoming a real estate agent. Gotcha. Awesome. That's the exact same thing for me, except I'm still in college. Um, I was, you know, wanted to be an investor and now I'm a realtor and <clears throat> you're, you're a hundred percent, uh, a lot better realtor than I am, but, um, I'm just a, I'm just a wannabe realtor investor type type guy. So, um, we're talking to a real real estate agent here today, so uh, we'll get to learn some stuff. Um, but yeah, go ahead and tell us who you're with, um, how long you've been, how long you've been, uh, I guess, practicing real estate for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, this will actually be this week uh, is will make one year of me being a real estate agent. Um, I actually started part time when I started a year ago. Um, and I joined a team here in town called the Stuart and Jane Group. At the time, we were with EXP Realty, the brokerage, um, and then we re recently moved over to the real broker. Um, and so that's kind of who I've been working with. And like I said, I was a part-time agent for quite some time. Um, I had a job at AM working in the IT department, and um, I quit that right around October, and that's when I started being an agent full-time, um, and so since then, I've, I've been doing that, and, um, you know, just trying to figure out how to grow my business, because being a part-time agent, it's a very particular job that only, I feel like some people can, can pull that off, you know, because for me, I almost treated it more like a hobby rather than a business, and then once I actually went full-time, that's when I was able to, to really get into it and, um, start from there. So, yep. I think, uh, <clears throat> I think to, to, I mean, and I, this is the problem I think with most real estate agents is, you know, they, they're a real estate agent and they just do it part-time. And so they'll make, mm -hmm. I don't know, 40, 50 grand a year and they'll be happy. 
um, but they just they just do what's what comes in front of them, right? They're not right. advertising. They're not uh, going to meet people. They're not trying to meet investors, stuff like that. Um, because if you if you really dive in full time, I mean, you could go make four or five hundred thousand dollars, which is what an executive makes at a big company, right? Yep. So, and you're just a real estate agent. Like the barrier to entry is not super high at all. Um, to get your real estate license, but to be a good real estate agent, you really have to put in the work and, and be a hard worker. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, I, I guess I was thinking, you know, whenever I, I moved from like a corporate job to being a real estate agent, it would be um, easy for me to kind of just hit the ground running. You know, when you're an agent, we always like to say, you know, we're our own bosses and we make our own schedule and stuff like that. So I thought it would be a lot easier than it actually was just because working in a corporate space where you kind of just do the things on your to-do list and then you can do whatever you want for the rest of the day is a lot different than actually trying to set appointments, be productive and, um, you know, make money for yourself. Oh yeah. Cause it, I mean, you go from being in such a structured environment to no structure at all, where you have to make your own structure. Mm -hmm. And most people have no clue where to even start. And uh, so it, you know, it really throws them off. And that's, I see a lot of people, I, I don't know what the statistic is, but it's like, you know, the majority of the realtors or real estate agents that get their license, um, they will be out of the, out of, out of the, out of the field of real estate in 18 months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like eight out of nine realtors or something like that. Yep. And I think, I think most of it, I mean, a lot of it's people are lazy, but I think a lot of it is, you know, you, you have to go out and figure it out yourself. Like if you aren't a part of a team, right. Or you aren't a part of some type of brokerage that is like giving you a bunch of resources mm -hmm. and you don't have a bunch of connections, um, you're going to suffer and it's just going to feel overwhelming. Um, and it's the people who, um, are, are very driven or, or know a bunch of people who can help you out, um, that make it. And, uh, you know, real estate agents get a bad rap just because there's so many of them that are just kind of average, Yeah. but, uh, it's not hard to, it's not hard to be better if you just do a little bit more. And, uh, we've, me and Chad, a little, little backstory on, on Morgan, me and Chad have, uh, we've gone through our fair share of realtors and I'm a realtor now. And one thing that I really, um, I really give Morgan credit for is like, yeah, she knew I was getting my license and now I could go, you know, on any appointments by myself to get commission, yada, yada. But like, we understand if she brings us a deal, like we're rolling with her, right? She's awesome. And, um, like my, my status as a, as a agent does not disqualify her from going and finding us deals. And I think she's found us at least two or three that, uh, that I could have gotten on my own, but she found them. And, and earned it. And so um, that's just something that's, that's definitely differentiated herself from other agents because other agents have found out that I got my license and just quit, right? Oh, he's, he's got it all. But uh, I think you got to find people like Morgan who are just ready to roll and, uh, and ready to get after it because they're not, they're, they're rare. They're not, they're not very, you don't find them very often. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you giving your side of the story on that, Jake. And 
kind of how I think about it is almost because I'm kind of thinking from an investment point of view, it's just like there's enough deals to go around for everybody. Like there's no reason to say like, I'm not going to share this with you just because you're an agent yourself or whatever. Like, I think we should all be trying to help each other as a community. I mean, absolutely. And that's, and, and, you know, you've sent some in there that me and Chad have even talked about buying ourselves. And there's some that, that we've sent you and you've sent us that are like, Hey, you could buy it and we could help you out. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just a give and take, like, um, we, you, you brought us that one or we, I think we sent it to you. We found it, we sent it to you. And then you found us the other one. Yep. And so you really just never know, um, because it's really, and this is the big difference between Morgan and other realtors is she's not looking at just the transaction, right? I don't know what, how much she makes. I don't know what she's getting, but she could easily go find somebody else and get her full commission every single time. Um, but she knows that we could be of more value down the road if she finds us a big deal and, uh, you know, if we help her out too. So that's the biggest thing is, is I think being relationship oriented over the transactional mindset that most people are in today. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I get it from a real estate point of view, like, you know, like you already mentioned, real estate agents have to go out there like you wake up every day not knowing whether you're going to get paid. So I can definitely understand why some people get into that mindset of just thinking like, oh, I'm going to meet this client. They could be worth this much because this is their price range type of thing. But um, yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's it's so much more about the relationships, especially when you're working with investors, because, um, you know, working with you guys and um, kind of getting integrated into y'all's network, um, specifically through the Facebook group, I was able to meet another investor and I'm currently under contract on a property with them right now. So it's definitely, you know, been worth it to, to work with you guys, regardless of how much money I make. Right. And that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's all about because, um, and it's, this is one of what one of my investors has told me, he's like, if you come to me and tell me that every single deal we look at is a good deal, I'm, I, I just know you're lying because the deals and I'm as an investor, the deals that I look at, I'll look at a hundred, 10 might be good deals and I might want to buy one or two, you know? So if you come up yeah. to me and you're like, Hey, this looks good. This looks good. This looks good. We'd be like, you're lying to me, you know, cause I already know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the investors have to be able to trust us to tell them the truth because, you know, we are the ones that are looking at all these deals. If we bring them 20, and 19 are crap deals, they're not even going to look or trust you. So yeah, I think you're spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really cool that you got a deal out of the Facebook group. I, I didn't know that. And that's, uh, that's pretty legit. Cause that's, that's really why we, why we started the group because, you know, we wanted to, to connect people and, um, you know, provide value. And that's, that's really all I've been trying to do, especially with this podcast. Um, and, and maybe somebody who, who hears this could, <laughs> reach out to you and, uh, and maybe get a deal going. Cause, um, you're definitely getting there and, uh, and, and she's one to trust because, um, there's a lot of people that are transactional, but Morgan is, is pretty, is pretty relationship based and, and she'll take care of you for sure. Um, but I think it was Chad who reached out to you first. It wasn't even me. Yeah. Yeah, it was Chad. So when I was still doing it part-time, I was trying to find ways that I could, I guess, kind of let my sphere of people know that I was doing real estate, even though I was working this other job. And so the first idea that came to mind, because 
I'm 23, you know, all, all the people that are around my age and that I'm friends with on Facebook, they're a lot younger. And, um, you know, maybe some of these people have never even thought about buying a house or, you know, maybe even their family doesn't own any property or anything. So my first thought is, you know, let me start getting that idea out there. So I started um, this thing on my Facebook stories every Friday called First Time Homebuyer Friday. And I pretty much just showcase homes under 200,000 in our area. And I'll do usually three each time um, from various price points, like 90,000, 120, like 199, just so people can get an idea as to, you know, what is even out there, what that would look like and how much that would be. Right. And I like when you do your, uh, you know, what, what does a $279,000 house in Bryan call station look like? I think those are really cool because, um, I see those all the time and people go into like new builds and they mm-hmm. compare this one in Texas to this one in California and this one in New York or something. And it's crazy to see the differences because, you know, all it takes is one person to see that. And they're like, Hey, that, that place looks pretty good. They reach out to you. And then, you know, you, you're looking for a house for them the next day, right? It's kind of weird how that happens. Um, you know, especially the, the, one of the guys that I work with pretty well now, um, I didn't know him like prior to November 15th. Mm-hmm. Like I literally did not know him and we have one deal in escrow and we're constantly looking at other, at other deals, constantly putting in offers. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably, we'll probably do five to six deals this year with him. And, wow. um, you know, it's, it's, uh, and we can, we can provide value too, because we, we do the, we do, um, rehabs and stuff like that. So you just never know, you never really know. And, uh, and that's why I continue to do the podcast post every day. Um, you know, sometimes I slack, but you know, sometimes you don't feel, you feel like you're not doing it for anything. Cause I'm sure when you post that stuff, I'm sure it's not a huge hit. I'm sure not yeah. everybody just goes, Oh, that's awesome. You know? You might yeah. get one or two and you're like, man, that really didn't do much. But one of these days, somebody will see it and be like, that's going to be an awesome first house for me. They're going to hit you up and be like, hey, I want to buy this. And you're going to be the representative. And then it will all come to fruition, right? And so I think that's what that's something that we have to keep in mind is, um, you know, you got to keep doing the mundane. And, and even if you don't think people are watching, people are watching. Yeah, exactly. And and to your point, that's exactly how Chad reached out to me is through my stories, um, because him in particular, he likes to look at places under 200,000. So he had reached yeah, out to a, me. He's a slumlord. Yeah, yeah, he reached out to me a few times <laughs> before we, you know, we even met in person. Like, I think I wrote two or three offers for him before we even met in person. And then he loves um, going offers. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he he's something else. But then, you know, the last time we finally met up, um, and then after I met you guys in person, it it was, you know, more of a more of a relationship that we were able to cultivate and then kind of just grew from there. Yeah. Cause so I remember I think I remember the first one we looked at was uh somewhere in Bryan and we didn't even buy it. I don't even know if we put in an offer, but you were out there and we were out there for thirty, forty five minutes. I mean yeah. you basically just wasted your time. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you came back and, and I guess Brazos was a couple weeks later and now we've closed on two with you. So it works out well. And, uh, I just think we need to find, we need to find more agents out there like you that is, is relationship based and, and can get it done. And I think that's, I mean, and because you're only what, since October, what is that? You're only two months into full time. Yeah. I mean, 
you're going to be doing well. Um, so that's, that's why I think I needed to, you know, we need to share your story because, you know, you're only two, two months full-time into this and, uh, killing it. So, um, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll find some other stuff. You got anything else? Yeah. I think just mainly the, the big takeaway for me is like, don't be afraid to, you know, put yourself out there into different communities. Like, like I mentioned, I started getting into real estate investing and that was mainly from uh, watching different people on YouTube, like Graham Stephan, Ryan Pineda. And so I thought to myself, you know, I want to find this this type of community, but where I live. Right? right. And so I just went on Facebook and I just typed in like real estate investors. And I just tried to see, you know, what was out there. And then y'all's page actually came up like recommended as a friend to me. And I didn't know you guys at all, but I just friended like a REIT property management. And then right. you guys started posting on there. I friended y'all's accounts and then like, it just kind of grew from there. And, um, so I just think people in general, don't, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and like, go look for what you want, you know, whatever it is you want, you can, you can get it. So. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, I think, you know, the, the power of social media is there if you use it correctly, right? Like oh, yeah. I know I get sucked into watching reels and, and just scrolling, but whenever I'm producing, whenever I'm making TikToks or posting my showings or this or that my properties, I feel good. And people, people love to see that stuff because people don't see it very often. Mm -hmm. If you just show people what you do, people will follow. And one of these days, we're both perfect examples. One of these days, somebody will hit hit you up and, uh, and, and do some deals with you. Um, Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I don't think you mentioned, uh, did you say you were 23 years old? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's still young. Um, Got a long way to go. And this is, this is why I love um, the Capital Gains podcast and, and even my buddy Seth's podcast, Greater Younger. Um, we really focus on younger people. Um, I think Sam, uh, who have, we've had on here a few times, is 26. Um, you're 23. And so, like, young people that are striving for more, um, not necessarily just the money. Like, I, I don't know how much you made this year, but, like, it, you know, in, in two or three years, if, if you keep going on your trajectory, you'll probably be one of the best earners in your age group mm-hmm. and you'll be a couple years out of college. Right. And, uh, when usually people are making 50, 60, 70 grand a year at a corporate job. And I think people just need to realize that, that, you know, there's more out there for them. Right. And, and that, and you doing that at 23 is a perfect example of that, of just wanting more. You could have stayed in that corporate job and just been cush. Right. Yeah. But you chose to dive in full time. And like you said, we don't know when we're getting paid, right? Like there's some days where I don't think I have a job, even, yep. even with the, even with the flips and rehabs, there's some days where I don't do anything. And there's other days where I cannot catch a break. Like I'm just rolling. And so it's weird, but it's fun. And what, I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? I'm, I know, I know you've, you've laughed at that, that meme with us before, but what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's that's definitely true. And um, to touch on what you were saying before with with the corporate job and stuff, like especially when I don't know like how many people have gone through college listening to this, but I know for me, especially at A and M, being in the business school, it's always like 
they preach it like, oh, the big four, like the big accounting firms, like you should go work for them. They have the best pay rates, the best benefits, all of this. Um, and so when I got out of college, uh, I was offered a job at a, a local place here and I was making like 55,000 a year. And for me, like right out of school, I was like, you know, I thought I was making big bucks. And then I think I was there about a year. I went to go work at A&M and then I was making 50,000 a year. And I still thought, you know, well, you know, this is still good money. But after so long, I realized there's no way for me to actually move up very quickly. Like by the time I get to 60,000 or 70,000, I'll probably be 30 years old yeah. or older. Right. And so that was another main reason that I was like, you know, at least being a real estate agent, you control how much you make. Like there's specific actions you can take and you will see the results of it. Yep. So I definitely agree. Um, definitely agree with that. Yep. Absolutely. And I think, I think that's the brilliance of, <clears throat> of sales in general, because you eat what you kill and let's say, you want to make a million bucks in commissions. Well, okay. That means you need to be doing, what's that number? It means you need, you, what's, what is, what is 3%? Like what is 1 million, 3%? Um, 300,000? No, like, like or, the other way around. Oh. Uh, like, uh, was it 30 million? Yeah. 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 So you need, you need to be doing 30 million in revenue. Sorry. Gross, gross, uh, sales. Let's say you make 3% of that. I mean, there's, there's some, there's some commissions and, and split. But let's say you want to make a million bucks and you have, you make 3%. Okay. But now you need to go, let's say your average house is 280. Let's say it's 300 for easy math. Okay. You got to go sell, um, a hundred houses this year at 300,000, right? Okay. That is eight a month or whatever it is. Right? right. And that's two a week. Okay. How many postcards do you send to get two a week? And, or calls you need to make or people I need to talk to or stuff like that. It all boils down to that. And uh, I think that's what's so, what's so cool about it. Cause you can't do that at a corporate job, but you can do that in any sales job, especially this. Yeah. And this is my first time ever really doing sales. I did spend some time at uh, geek squad a few years ago. Um, and you know, I had to sell all those memberships, but it was absolutely nothing like what we do here. <laughs> um, you know, like, I really didn't think about how you have to cold call people or prospect. Um, like when I thought about real estate investing, I'm like, yeah, of course you cold call, but I didn't really think about it as an agent, you know, that, that you get these leads that come in from Facebook, Google, wherever, and that you're having to, to call them and, you know, learn exactly what to say. And, you know, it's just, I will say that it is a little difficult in the beginning, like definitely not as easy as I thought. Um, and I think a lot of people have that misconception as well. Like if you don't already have a sphere of people that are financially able to, to buy, it is going to be a little bit more challenging for you just starting off with cold feet, you know? Yep, absolutely. And, um, and, and the thing, the thing about, about that is, is, and I, I thought that was gonna be my problem too. And I don't know why, but you know, um, I'm, I really am not even a good real estate agent, but I know how to look at investment and say if it's good or not. Right. So yeah. that's what makes me valuable. You, you're amazing with the relationships. You're amazing being super organized, like, and you're learning the investment side. So you just have to have tangible assets that you can, you can use, set yourself apart. And if you just talk to people, they'll realize that 
and um and use you i mean that's it like if you don't have any if you don't know anybody that's rich go talk to somebody that's rich like go put yourself in the the bars or the i don't know go go to the country club i don't know and just uh you know make yourself valuable with the knowledge you have and yeah. uh, they will they will definitely pick it up yeah that's that's definitely true i mean like the person that i met through y'all's facebook group when I met her, she asked me kind of how I got to know you guys. I explained it and I was like, really, I, I want to get into real estate investing. So I wanted to surround myself with real estate investors. Um, and I can't remember what book it was, but I know there's some book out there that talks about like, you know, the five people that you spend the most time with. Those are the people that you're going to become most alike. Right. So. Yep, absolutely. And that's, that's really why, um, why me and Chad are in a, a mastermind called Apex because it's just a bunch of people who are who are like minded and uh, you know it sort of is pay to play but if you get in that room I mean you're talking to people who are just light years ahead and are, I know what they're doing right if you get, if you can get around them and get around that network I mean you're golden you're golden so I think it was really good um, hopefully some some people can get can get some. Uh, some value out of this. How can how can people find you on on socials? So uh, people can look for me on Instagram and TikTok at my username. It's underscore Morgan Taurus underscore. Um, and you can find me on Facebook, Morgan Taurus. Um, if you want to look at my stories, my first time home buyer post, uh, definitely send me a friend request. Um, and I try to try to post on Instagram pretty regularly and TikTok like three times a day. So, uh, you know, you can find me anywhere and hopefully I can, uh, bring some value to you. Absolutely. Yep. Morgan is Morgan is a rock star. And if you ever need anybody to, to help you find your, your home or any investment, just shoot her a message and uh, she'll get you taken care of, but I appreciate you coming on and, uh, I appreciate you guys listening to us. Yeah. Thanks Jake. Absolutely. Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.